Welcome to episode 212 of the Sports Marketing Huddle, a podcast that looks at all things marketing in the world of sports. Alongside Brian Cristiano, I'm Rob Cressy. Literally alongside, we're still in New York. We are 112 episodes since we did our last in-studio podcast together. Uh, just spoke at the Digimarcon conference IMC. We were on a panel together. So we are doing this bad boy live yeah, buddy. from the bold worldwide offices in New York. And we are going to keep today's topic New York themed with possibly the greatest New York athlete ever, Derek Jeter, whose number is being retired by the Yankees this Sunday on Mother's Day, nonetheless, because of course Derek Jeter would do that on the perfect day where just all things come together. So, Brian, Derek Jeter is a marketing gem because of his level of excellence, but he's also a bit of a conundrum because he's so perfect and he doesn't give you what you want. As a Yankees fan, it was great because Derek Jeter's never in the headlines and yep. tabloids for doing something stupid. He's a consummate professional. When you look at who has done things the best, it is Derek Jeter. Yep. His his brand is, I mean, it's iconic. He he is the gold standard for. Uh, He's e- like the excellence. Tom Brady of baseball. Right. So what that we want- was a terrible oh, man. I just tied Boston football to New York. <laughs> There's a large group of people. I, a lot of people just right shimmered now. somewhere, but it's true. So. What I want to talk about on this podcast is the brand of Derek Jeter, the marketing, and what we can take from the way that Derek Jeter did things. He uh, He's part of a group that just purchased the Miami or Florida Marlins, so he's certainly going to be in uh, the headlines, at least in the background, for a little bit. But let's start with Derek Jeter and your thoughts on his brand. Oh, I mean, he has an impeccable brand. Being here in New York, there's no way over the past decade plus to have avoided Jeter's stardom. You know, even even if you're a Mets fan, you still appreciate Jeter, right? I don't think that there's, you know, being that New York can get so divided in its sports where, oh, you're, you're a Yankees fan or you're a Mets fan, um and or you're a Jets fan, you're a Giants fan, but I think Jeter is is kind of that person that crosses that divide where even if you're a solid Mets fan, you never ever want to go to a Yankees game, but you're like, oh, if you had the chance to talk to Jeter, you'd still do it. And so Jeter has has built a brand for himself and for the Yankees of just being so, yeah, prestigious, pristine, focused on the sport, all about the Yankees, all about New York, all about the team, did very, you know, played a very smart game from a PR perspective. Like you said, never put himself in in a negative spotlight other than a competitive edge. But, you know, from the personal side, keeping himself really quiet. Now, I think if we're talking about today, you know, if he was starting his career now, I, I would think he'd actually need to put himself out there a bit more. Right, but I think because of the time in which he played and came up at the ranks and built his brand by being such a phenomenal player, he didn't need to put his personal life out there. He didn't need to be loud in the media necessarily because it was really his play on the field and at bat that really shined through and made his name for himself. So I think if it was today, you know, he'd need to have a bit more engagement, but I think for the time and error that he played in, he did it perfectly. Do you think Derek Jeter will go down as the most popular and 
I guess, dollar value wise from an apparel standpoint, bringing in the highest amount of any Yankee ever. So if we look at Derek Jeter's career, he started pre-social media. So it actually worked to his advantage for him being relatively vanilla. And then as he ended his career, uh, where he got all the accolades, social media is a lot more prevalent. So now I don't see any way that someone's going to eclipse the popularity of Derek Jeter, even when he's retired, knowing the level of perfection and excellence that he has that even young people growing up now in New York are still going to be looking at Derek Jeter as the icon because until you win the amount of World Series that they do, like he's a lot more tangible than Babe Ruth or Lou Gehrig or something like that because they were so long ago that there's there's not a lot of footage. There wasn't social media. There wasn't the fanfare that Derek Jeter received. I don't know, though, right? Because I, I agree with you for the time being, but I, I do think that they'll be the next Yankee that eventually you know, eclipses Jeter because I, I don't think it's an end-all, be-all, right? I mean, you had Don Manningly, who who was my favorite player growing up. Um you know he he was he was massive during that time frame. You know, and you got DiMaggio, Mantle, Babe Ruth, Lou Gehrig. I mean, literally the list for the Yankees is is impeccable. It's incredible. So I think if you were in that time frame of those players, you say, oh man, nobody's going to be better than, than Mickey Mantle or Joe DiMaggio, and so on and so on and so on. And somebody always ends up tipping the scale. So I wouldn't. I definitely think that there will be somebody down the line. It may take years it may take decades but they'll be the next person for sure but as it stands right now i do agree where i think jeter at least in the current baseball mindset he's the guy that everyone's thinking about from the yankees like right now currently so for those that work for professional sports teams in the marketing departments i want to hear from you guys from an action item how would you guys handle marketing Derek jeter Moving forward versus the Yankees uh, current team, because as we've talked to a lot of the people in marketing departments, they've said it's less about a player and it's all about the group. Right. And it's a very interesting thing to have the most popular player being someone who's retired. The buzz of Derek Jeter, sure, it's going to wear off at some point, but I'd be interested in hearing their thoughts on how you would handle a Hall of Fame legacy person who's one of the greatest baseball players ever. Yeah, I, I mean, look, it, it, it's one of those things where you're going to have to simultaneously you know, really start to build up the new talent and continue to stay focused in on the team itself, but at the same time making sure to leverage you know the retirement of Jeter and the buzz and what everybody's talking about and keep him a part of the narrative I mean I'm sure that behind the scenes the Yankees and Jeter are going to be doing something where it's not like he's going to fall off the face of the planet you know I mean he's so tied to New York he's so tied to the Yankees even as he does other things with his life and his future career there's always going to have he's always going to have that place back you know in New York and so that is where from a marketing personal brand and team marketing perspective it's making sure you're balancing le- you know leveraging this this historic event leveraging this this phenom that has created you know one of the biggest brands in baseball while building up the next generation of the team and finding that next the, the next superstar that becomes the the next narrative so let's speak to the personal brand of Derek Jeter and what you the listener can take from it to apply in your own life and business So as we've mentioned, Derek Jeter, the consummate professional, he showed up every day 
worked hard, was excellent at what he was elite at what he does. Uh, and despite being uh, somebody who's not in the media all the time, he was all in the media for all of the right reasons. So what can we learn from Derek Jeter and the way that he did things to apply ourselves to become better? Because one thing that I've always uh, talked to the people that work with me, why is it that we have a standard for athletes of excellence, but we don't expect the same out of ourselves? It's like when the Yankees play, you're like, oh my God, they should be perfect every single game, yet we're going to slack off on Fridays. We're not going to give everything that we have, but it's the standard that we expect out of others And I wish that there was an easy, I don't know if easier way, but I wish more people had the self-awareness to say, you know what, I'm going to look up to Derek Jeter and the way that he did things because that's a model of an example of somebody who did things correctly. And even though I'm doing marketing for a brand, I can model some certain things that Derek Jeter did to help myself become more successful. Well, it's a few things. First of all, it it, it is being all in on what you do like he knew he wanted to be the best so he worked you know the hardest he practiced he kicked butt he worked hard he was all about the team he kept his head down he didn't you know let his ego get in the way other than his competitive drive but he didn't you know you know he wasn't out at night getting himself in trouble because of his ego he was focused in on the game like he did what he did the best and so that's number one. You got you to just be the best at the thing that you're doing and, and try to become the best. That's number one. Number two, it's, you know, he, he has this humility about him that I think most people lack and that's hard. You know, I wish I had that level of humility. It's hard, I, I, especially at that level, to be able to keep a level head and keep the big picture um, of just, hey, look, you know, I mean, I, you know, I remember press, you know, pressers and stuff like that when they'd lose in big games and he, you know, look, man, we, we messed this up and this is what we're going to do about it. And we're working on this very level headed, very, you know, very humble. And then the last, you know, thing for him specifically is he genuinely gave back. I mean, in, I think it was 96 when he was named rookie of the year, he started turn two foundation. And I think they've given like 19 or $20 million in grants or more at this point. Um, you know, so he genuinely gave back, raised money for a good, uh, you know, good cause. So I, I think the combination of that and to be able to do that in a city like New York, where the fans are really hard on the athletes here, like really, really ruthlessly hard, to have that level of humility to give back to be to make sure that you made it about the team, made it about the team first, really showed New York and baseball fans in general what he was truly made of. So for me, that comes down to one word: accountability. And I've got a great book for you to read. It's called Extreme Ownership by Jocko Wilnick. And he was essentially the most badass Navy SEAL ever. And you can listen to the Tim Ferriss podcast that he did. And his book really changed my mindset. And what he talks about, which is very similar to Derek Jeter, as the leader, win or loss, it is your fault. That you are, you're taking extreme ownership for every single thing that happens. So when the Yankees lose, hey, we need to get better. I need to be better. Even if Derek Jeter went three for three, on the flip side, when they win, it's all about the team. And I think the more that you can take extreme ownership of your life in everything that you do, the more that you're going to start seeing things differently 
because now you're not looking for scapegoats. You're not having distractions because you're having drama talking about how somebody else didn't do something. If someone else didn't do something, well, maybe I need to look at myself for not being as good at communicating as I should have or figuring out a different way to solve a problem because when you're the leader of a team, excellence is the number one thing. All you care about is getting the job done. And as Derek Jeter showed, you can do that and still just be the best person in the world. Absolutely. I'm curious as we wrap this up, and I want you to tweet at Rob and I, at Bold CEO and at Rob Cressy. If you're not a Yankees fan, do you still like Jeter? As always, thanks for listening. You can subscribe to the Sports Marketing Huddle on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher.